Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. If the Golden State Warriors hope to three-peat, they are going to have to win three games in a row from the Toronto Raptors, and two of them will have to come in Canada. The Toronto Raptors come into Oracle Arena in Game 4 and beat the Warriors decisively. 105-92, they take a 3-1 lead, and the Golden State Warriors are on the brink of elimination. And Clay Thompson played tonight. He gave it a go. He was excellent. Kavon Looney gave it a go tonight. He was solid. Very few other Warriors contributed. And once again, you look at the Toronto Raptors box score, and they're getting contributions from multiple players. Tonight, Serge Ibaka was truly spectacular. He had 20 points, 9 for 12 from the floor, and the Warriors just could not get a handle on him, uh, particularly in the second half. And now the Warriors get ready to head to Toronto for Game 5 on Monday. And a lot of times we debate what's a must-win and what isn't a must-win. We don't have to debate that. The next game for the Warriors is must-win. And if they win that, the next one's must-win. And if they win that, the next one's must-win too. Guru, I was more impressed tonight with the Raptors than I was with... Uh, the effort from the Golden State Warriors. I really think Toronto Rap- the Toronto Raptors uh, deserve credit tonight. They came in here up to one, and they didn't take anything uh, for granted. And all of a sudden, they are in complete control right now. You know what, Stani? You are spot on. And the Raptors earned everything that they got tonight. I witnessed one of the best exhibitions in regard to defense running guys off the three-point line, closing out on the three-point line as if their life depended on it. Steph Curry was suffocated. Klay Thompson was great, Stiney. I still think Steph was kind of gassed from, you know, all that he spent the last game. Still no excuses. But at the end of the day, Stiney, I'm confident in what I'm about to let fly out of my mouth. And the Golden State Warriors cannot beat the Toronto Raptors without one Kevin Durant. He is the difference. He's why that phone call was placed. And the defense, not the offense, Donnie, the defense by the Raptors is at a championship level right now. And I'm just going to keep it real. They deserve to be up 3-1. There was nothing tonight fluke. And I want to take my hat off, which I'm not wearing, but if I had, the crowd tonight was electric to me. It took me back to We Believe, and the Warriors came out like gangbusters, and Toronto ran them down. And, oh, by the way, as I put the period at the end of this paragraph or sentence, Kawhi Leonard is a hell of a player, Stiney, and he's playing hurt. 888-957-9570 is the number. The Golden State Warriors lose tonight 
105-92. They're down 3-1 in the NBA Finals. And next game is Monday in Toronto. All right, let's, uh, let's head out to the phone lines. And when we do that, it's always brought to you by Audi Concord, your affordable Audi dealer. Enjoy an unparalleled shopping experience. More at AudiConcord.com. Let's go to Idris in Hayward. Hey, Idris, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Sonny? What's going on, Gru? Man, I, I, honestly, I don't care how much energy you got. If you don't play smart, Draymond Green, I don't care if you're the best dude in the world. If you want to play passive, like this ain't a game you must win, Steph Curry. And I don't really know how good of a coach you are if when your best players are out, people are out there looking like they just opened up the playbook, Steve Kerr. And like I said, DeMarcus Cousins slows us down. He's not the reason we lost. The two injured players had their best game, Clay Thompson yep. and Looney. Those are the guys that were injured. They showed up, and the rest of the team shot up credit to Toronto. They came and did their thing, and if this is the last game in Oracle, I can't believe it. But, yes, without KD, I didn't want to say it, without KD, the Warriors don't got a chance. That's all I got for y'all. Thanks for the call, Idris. Appreciate it. Uh, let's head over to Bobby in Sunnyvale. What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up, guys? A uh, couple points here, and want to get your thoughts on one thing. Clay brought it tonight. Yes. Oracle brought it tonight. Mm. Steph looked a little gassed, but wanted to get your thoughts on, do you guys, after this series, if we don't win it, is it better to spend that money, a max money, on a superstar like KD, or better to be strength in numbers like we used to be? All right, thank That's you. Interesting. Well, I mean, the problem is if KD leaves, you know, unless a multitude of other things happen, uh, you're still not going to have money uh, under the under the uh, salary cap. The Warriors are over the salary cap, which means they'll just have the mid-level, mid-level exception uh, to use. So it's going to be really hard to fill out this bench. The Warriors right now. That's maddening. Uh, They're they, married to Durant. Well, they've got two challenges. They're down 3-1 to one to the Toronto Raptors. They've got to try to figure out a way to come back and win this series. And then problem number two is how do you build up this roster uh, in the offseason if Kevin Durant leaves or even if he stays? Even if he stays, I think this team needs uh, a little infusion of uh, – is it talent? Is it energy? Is it is it Athleticism. Depth? It's something – Scoring uh, and athleticism and length off the bench, Donnie. Let's go to Nick in Berkeley. Hi, Nick. Hey, hey what's up, you guys? Hey, man, I just want to say that uh, I felt like the Warriors, man, they – even in the last game, man, when 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 we had a run of foul calls, we we just stopped going to the rack, man. We stopped trying to draw foul calls. We started taking, you know, hesitant threes at best. I mean, it was just sloppy. It was sloppy play. And I'm like, man, at some level, man, we you know, try if if, if the D's not working, go go to man to man, go to old school, D him up. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't understand. Like, there's a lot of blown assignments tonight, and a lot of times that I've seen it in the last couple games. Uh, it's like we lost him. Let's go to. He's gone. Uh, let's go to. Uh, let's go to Ray in San Francisco. Hey, Ray. Hey, buddy. How are you today? Doing all right. How are you? I'm doing okay. I just want to say just a couple of quick things. I've been watching sure. sports my whole life, and uh, I think Steve Kerr got out coached big time. You got to get handed to the coach on the other team. Uh, 
you know, about a year ago when Boogie Cousins was on that other team he was on, when he was down low in the block, he played real well. I don't know why he's out there in the top of the key trying to shoot threes. I mean, we got enough street plays, but Kawhi Leonard stud. Uh, Ray, we're losing you. Let me do this with you, Stein. Yeah, go ahead. This go. is up your alley. So I'm looking at the box score. The Warriors outshot the Raptors 40, 45% to 41 from inside the arc. They uh, Toronto outshot them from deep 31% to 29%. Rebounding 34 to 32. And the turnovers 17 to 9. Now, at, in the uh, Raptors' favor. Right. But that doesn't equate to the score. So my question to you is, where was this game? How, how did the Raptors win so so going away? Uh, well, first of all, the Warriors turned the ball over too much. They turned it over 19 times tonight, and that limited their field goal attempts. I'm looking at the attempts, and Toronto took 86 shots. The Warriors took 78 Um and even though the Raptors like, shot. Is that a big discrepancy? Well, even though the Raptors shot 42 and the Warriors shot 45, the Warriors made more field goals. So that's huge. Uh, they made more. Th- they made. I mean, the bottom line is they made more field goals and they made more three-point field goals uh, than the Warriors. And the name of the game is still putting the ball in the basket. And the Warriors struggled to do that tonight. And one of the reasons they struggled to do that tonight is because 19 times they gave up the ball and didn't even get a shot and just top to bottom if you look at it Draymond with five turnovers DeMarcus Cousins four turnovers in 15 minutes I mean he he might have had four in the first five minutes Donnie that just can't happen I mean it's 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 one thing to struggle uh, but you can't turn it over Iguodala was bad oh from three from deep one of six Donnie you need more Let's go to Eric in San Ramon. Eric, what is going on? And Guru will take this call. What up, hey, gentlemen? Good evening. And, uh, you know, it's with a heavy heart that I'm calling, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm very disappointed with the Oracle crowd because when the game was still two minutes left, I saw a whole bunch of people walking out. Eric, it was over at that point, buddy. Right, but it's the last game at Oracle. What about a standing ovation for a team that gave everything? The Warriors. And we don't know if it's the last game yet, Eric. I see what you did there. Well, uh, you'll see what Eric will say. Okay. Was, okay. Well, oh, yeah. Eric. Uh, I'm well, sure. What do you think he would have said? <laughs> he would have said it's the last game at Oracle. You believe that? Said. Do or, I believe that? Yeah. I don't know. If Kevin Durant can come out of the it. phone booth, Donnie, this, this would Why be Why do impressive. I feel like that's not going to happen? But what if they got 3-1 from Cleveland? What if they return the favor? How poetic would that be? Wow. Yeah, that's a good – I mean, huh? it'd, be, it'd be interesting. But it uh, looks like a long shot at this at this point. And keep in mind, when the Cleveland Cavaliers came back 3-1 on the Warriors, they got jump-started yeah. uh, because of the Draymond Green suspension. Yeah. And also uh, uh, remember – that uh, they also had a player named LeBron James who was who was uh, on top of his game then. And right now it, it just doesn't seem like uh, Steph Curry uh, is at the top of his game, obviously without Kevin Durant. Well, he just had 47. Oh, the, the game Nine, before last. Yeah, but how do you think he's played this series? Kate, they, uh, they, yeah, they've uh, honed in on him. I mean, and listen. Well, and, he would. Well, but, if but we get to look the, at the average, it might be 26, 28 points. That's not enough. 
Kawhi Leonard's probably averaging 30-plus. What, what I'm saying is Steph Curry hasn't played well enough in Kevin Durant's absence, I don't think. he and Because and, his defense is a different beast. You're right. Well, I'm, I'm just saying, listen, he, Steph Curry played 43 minutes. He was 9 for 22. He was 2 for 9 from three-point range. Uh He's got to make more threes than that. And I thought he He was exhausted from the gates, Donnie. Maybe he was. Let's go to Jimmy in Walnut Creek. Hey, Jimmy. First of all, you know, we we were exhausted. I mean, we had no legs. They were running and we were jogging, not because Mm. we wanted to. I mean, we played our butts off. But the reason I'm calling is why not give Damian Lee a shot? Quinn Cook shows who Well, Damian Lee's not on the postgame roster. Okay. So he can't play. I'm surprised they didn't do it because one thing the dude – does he loves to shoot and he shoots i mean quinn cook we have no use for him he's not doing if he can't shoot a, a three or even a two he i don't know if you remember the play he came across the middle and he had a chance for a quick for a two and he passes it over to uh a, a, oh to uh cousins and i'm going you're right underneath the basket nobody on you shoot the, do the little fadeaway oh i'm just so frustrated with that guy he just kills me Thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate the call. Yeah, Quinn Cook was not very good tonight. Uh, I, I just, you know, he played seven minutes. He yes. was 0 for 5. Yeah. But, I mean, he played seven minutes. Uh, but they were his normal looks, Donnie. The, but the pressure, the stage is big. The, the reality is this. Uh, Andre Iguodala was not good. DeMarcus Cousins was awful. Okay. And Draymond Green didn't do it. Go ahead. Keep going. And, again, I, I Draymond Green, 10 points, 12 assists, 9 rebounds. Those are those are nice numbers, close to a triple double. But not enough. Let's go to Charlie in New York. Hey, Charlie. Hey, evening, fellas. How you guys doing? Tell um, me you're on your run, listen, Charlie. Yeah. Well, I, I go for my late night runs when it's a tight game, close oh, game, stressful wow. game. This is. I'm just going to go for a walk. A um, couple of things. Just to follow up, you notice someone like Cook. He, he hits those baskets when they're up by ten points or twelve right. points. But when they get when the score is tight, uh, Quinn's uh, butt cheeks tighten up, and, and he doesn't hit those shots that are easy. Some of them wide open shots. Warriors should have been up much like in Game Two. The Warriors should have been up by ten, twelve points at halftime. And when the score was close, I think it was a four point halftime lead that, that concerned me. And no doubt, I. I, 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 I I'm ex- Charlie, I'm with you. I, I thought at halftime, even a- after the end of the first quarter, it was eight, and I thought, huh, it almost feels like it should be more. Then they took that bucket away from Curry, and it was 23-17. And, and I'm I thinking, was like, well, that's not good. Yeah, I, I thought the same thing at half. Go ahead, Charlie. I'm sorry. So so that's what worried me. And, and two final points. Even if Durant comes back, I don't see them coming out of Toronto with a win. I just think that they're just out of, uh, Toronto's playing with such composure, and they're playing great defense. And 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 uh, uh, I'm, I'm blanking. Kawhi Leonard is a cyborg. I mean, he's just ruthless. And final point, I want to tip my hat to Clay and to Looney for making an effort and playing. Uh, the fact that Clay, ha- I know a couple times you've seen him, he grabbed his leg a couple times and they had mm-hmm. it wrapped up. They showed it on a TV screen. Looney out there, he should have been out for the year. I tip my hat to those guys. Those, uh, I, I commend those two. Anyway, no all right, guys, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow, Matt. Take it easy. All right, thanks, Charlie. Appreciate the call. And they they both, Dave John waned it, and Clay was phenomenal, Stoney. Yeah, he really was good. Warriors get blown out of here tonight without Clay Thompson. Jay and Pinole. Hey, Jay, what's going on, man? Hey, guys, what's up, man? 
You tell us. Hello? Yeah, you're on, buddy. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say um, Kevin Durant is going to come back, and it's going to be like a movie, a movie script that nobody's seen before, and they're going to come back from 3-1, and they're going to win, and then Kevin Durant is going to prove his status, you know, to be one of the greatest players in NBA history, and he's going to boost his confidence while doing that. Because in reality, there is no human out there that if they're winning without you, you're feeling some type of way. And you want to come back and prove to the world that they need you. And that's what he's going to do. And that's what's going to happen. What do you wow. Got? Well, thanks, Jay. I appreciate it. The problem is is Kevin Durant may not be able to save him now. Uh, it, it, the Warriors are up against it. If Kevin Durant comes back and plays in game five, they still got to go to Toronto and win two games. All right? And just won the last game in Toronto. You right. Take but it the, one by but, one. But again, the Warriors are one in five this year against the Raptors. Mm. So, yeah. Do, do you want Durant to come back? Yeah, but it's no guarantee of anything. The Warriors are one in five this year against the Toronto Raptors. Let's go to Joy in Lascados. Hey, Joy, how are you? Hi, I think it's Julie in Lascados. I'm sorry. Hi, Julie. Hey. Hey. All right, same kudos to Steph, Looney, and the Oracle crowd tonight. We really did have it going tonight, except for those last two minutes when people thought the game was over. But my frustration tonight was there was a point in the third quarter where we had four guards. We had Livingston, Cook, Clay, and Curry with Draymond. And that's really where the game got out of, out of our hands. It's really where we lost it. What do you think? I think Curry lost this game for us tonight. What are your thoughts? Well, you know, the problem, Julie, is that, is that over the last five years, the Warriors, when they've been at their absolute best, they've, they've gone small. They just have. Their, their best lineup has always been Draymond at center. It's not a lineup they can use all the time, uh, but it is their best lineup. Uh, the problem is you, you really do need to, to be the best team going small you can be you need Kevin Durant. That's really, I think, the issue. Um, you, you know, the people out there that say Steve Kerr got outcoached, I'm going to need some specifics there. Uh, like the third quarter when Clay was hot and he sat him, and I thought he could have had Steph come out and get a breather. Clay so was hot. He was going to cha- he's going to change the rotation that he's used all I thought, season I thought we long. talked on Warriors Live that, you know, when you're down, you kind of play to the game. Well. You know, you, you got a guy with a hamstring injury. He played 42 minutes tonight. I mean, what do you want him to do, play 48? You wanted Clay to play 48? You know, I, I don't know that I'm going to blame Steve Kerr uh, getting out coach because he took because he took Clay out of the game for three minutes and a half. I mean, you know, he's he, he got to give him a rest at some point. I, I Looney was 5 of 8, Stiney. I'm just bringing that up. He only played 20 minutes. You know, maybe he could have took some of uh, – DeMarcus's time. I mean, how many minutes did you have to see before you knew DeMarcus didn't have it? Iguodala, 37. Maybe that could have been 25. I don't know. But who do those go to? Yeah. Who do those 12 minutes go to? I think, you know, McKinney was bad. Uh, McKinney's defense tonight was not very good. I don't, understand why the, I don't understand why the Warriors continue to have McKinney guard players on the perimeter. I just, that, that I just was really don't. Tonight. Let's go to Juice Man in Oakland. Juice Man, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, fellas? I listen Dude. to you guys every time after a war again. Thank hey, you, man. Appreciate it. We can't be upset about this, man. We had a good run five years straight to the finals. 
won three out of four. Don't be upset about this. Durant probably not coming back. And that might be a good thing. He might be coming back to make another run to the finals. Toronto, this is a one-time thing. Kawhi is up out of there. They're going to be trash again. They're going to keep singing that old Canada song all this summer. We're going to see him again, and we're going to have a business. You'll be there next year again. Stay positive, fellas. Hey, hey, listen. It's not over. Hey, it is not over. Uh, I'm, what was the gentleman's name? Uh, it's juice Man. A Juice, a juice Man. You, you're giving up on this year already. Yeah. You're the one who's pessimistic, Juice. Juice, how about this? Your boy Matt Steinmetz does not think the Warriors have been eliminated yet. Would you change that bet? Remember how you well, talked about it? I mean, I think I'd have yeah, to at right. this point. <laughs> no refunds. I think I'd have to at this right. point. But that doesn't mean – yeah. I've been you, around. You gotta long, see it. I've been been around a long time, and I've seen the Warriors play the last five years. And you better kill them, because they ain't gonna die on their own. You better kill them. You better go up to Toronto and beat them, because they ain't gonna they ain't going down uh, without you beating them. And Toronto's defense is taking away Stephen Clay. If that's all you have, nobody else is stepping up. Nobody else is capable. It's older guys you're asking to be scorers all of a sudden. That's not Draymond's game. It sounds good when we talk it, but at the end of the day, Steiny, the Warriors without Kevin Durant offensively cannot muster enough points. They had 72, what was it, 79 points in the fourth quarter. I'm like, what's going on? Defense is what was going on. Paul in Alameda. Hey, Paul, what's going on? Tiny guru. First of all, shout out to the Oracle fan. You guys showed up today. I think that uh, both Clay and Steph, they were pretty much, we didn't know the score like you guys are saying. Here's the thing, folks. It's the first of four. Why don't we, fo- why don't we focus on just getting one win at a time? Ooh, I'm, I'm excited, Goo. I am dang excited because here's the deal. It's We Believe Part Dois. You guys ready for this? How's that for ending Oracle's storybook? Dub Nation, hang tight. Hang tight. Thanks for the call, Paul. Look, they need need to win Monday. Can they win Monday in Toronto? Because the thing about the Warriors is they just need to win one game. They win one game, and now all of a sudden you go back. uh, You you come back to Oracle. You're feeling good. Look, if there's one team that can win three games in a row, I would pick. I, I would say it'd be the Golden State Warriors. All I'm saying is I don't give up on this team uh, because they've they've earned all of our respect, and they've come back enough that we know it's still possible. And no, go ahead because I was going to say, speaking of respect, Stani, uh in these finals, Kawhi Leonard, hurt or not, is averaging 30 points, two steals, one block, and 10 rebounds. He's been a beast. 888-957-9570 is the number. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. When we come back, we'll take more of your calls on 95.7 The Game. That's important, you know, to have that pride, have the faith in what we're capable of. Like you said, you just got to take it one game at a time. We got to win one game. We win one, then we'll build on that, you know. But I've been on the wrong side of 3-1 before, so why not make our own history? Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. 
All right, that was Draymond Green saying Warriors going to go out and win three in a row and still win this series. Here's the problem. Here's what Serge Ibaka said after the game. Against this team, this ain't over yet. I've been there before. Mm. 3-1 is nothing for them, meaning the Golden State Warriors. And Kawhi Leonard was asked during the postgame, you know, if he's starting to think that the Raptors are better than the Warriors. He says, I mean, the series isn't over yet, so I would not say we are better. This team, it doesn't sound like to me, uh, is taking anything for granted at all. And that's, and that's the scariest part, I think, for the Golden State Warriors. 888-957-9570 is the number you're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for home search. Let's go to Khaled. Khaled's leaving Oracle. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Not much, fellas. Just sitting here in traffic trying to get out of here. Uh, you know, at the end of the night, when everything was said and done, when the, when the stadium cleared, one of the most special things that I saw was kind of a, like looking in the mirror in the past to 2015, glimpsing at us, except it was a sea of red. And you guys were there and you guys saw it. It was mm-hmm. the Raptor fans out there chanting, whooping it up. And I, I would say that it was in the hundreds that was sitting out there in the, in, in, the, in the stands, and I was happy to see that the security let them stay there. But they, they, they were a vision, and it, it, it reminded me of us in 2015. Hmm. And one thing that people need to recognize is uh, the silliness of saying that Kerr's getting outcoached and, you know, the players aren't stepping up. Jerry West called this out. A little while ago, that was back, you know, after the Clippers series, and he said the Achilles heel for the Warriors is their bench and their depth. And we knew that. We just kind of fooled ourselves to think that it was better than it was because of what we saw in the Rockets series and then in the Portland series. And the Rockets and Portland are not this Raptors team. This Raptors team is well-coached. This Raptors team is deep. This Raptors team is hungry, and this Raptors team reminds me of that that fight and that hunger and that grit that that 2015 Warriors team had. And now I'm not counting us out. You guys know that I, I will ride this train as far as it goes. But what I'll say is, is give some respect to the opponent. This is a likable team. This is a yeah. likable fan base. They're a formidable opponent. I'm not using injuries or anything else as an excuse. We're just seeing a hell of a team and a hell of a fan base, and it's actually fun to see. Hey, thanks, Khaled. Well said. Speaking of Nick Nurse. That's sportsmanship yeah, right there. Yeah, and you know what? If KD don't The Warriors back, ain't – hey, they're not done. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they got another they game. I'm done. not saying they're they done, and they done. won their last game in Toronto. But give Nick Nurse credit. Unlike Curse, you know, like, it's kind of been you, like heckling Jai, just the rotation. He, he's he been playing his rotation like a piano. He's, well, he's, he, he's got a healthy team, well, so they can play the that rotation. May have a, you know played. what? I'm going to give you that checkmate. <laughs> that may have a lot to do with it. But I know when he's been going to that bench, it's just been intertwined like, it, you know, that made sense to bring him in. Van Fleet at the perfect – hey, they got a good team, and they're deeper than I think I thought before this series started, Stani. Well, I, like, honestly, I don't know if they they're got deeper, guards. but their subs are they're, – they're, <laughs> they're three guys off the bench. Give them to me. Are quality players. Van Vliet uh, and Ibaka for sure. Uh, 
Norman Powell has played a little. He hasn't hurt him. But uh, basically, you know, they have two legit players coming off the bench. Uh, the one thing I want to follow up on that Khaled said, and I don't know if it came through through the television or not, but again, there were a lot of Raptors fans here uh, tonight. And after the game, all the Raptors fans gathered in the corner of the lower bowl right above where the Toronto Raptors bench was, and I was shocked at how many red and purple jerseys I saw. It was about two sections and a half worth of Raptor fans. They were chanting, We the North. They were singing the national anthem. And the first question is, where did these people come from? The reality of the situation is this. If you're a Warrior season ticket holder, you can sell your tickets for a lot of money right now. Okay. A lot of money. In fact, so much money that they can offset much of the cost for the season ticket of the entire season. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So if you're a Warrior fan. Does that and- bother you? No, it doesn't bother me. Because it's the it pro- shouldn't supersede the loss, I guess is what well, I'm what saying. What I'm saying is if, if, you're, if, if you're sitting and you have a $300 ticket, let's say a $400 ticket for tonight's game. Okay. Let's say you have two of them. So you, you spend $800 gotcha. for them. If somebody's going to give you $4,000 for those two seats, what there, there are a lot of people that are going to take that $4,000 and go watch it at home. And you know who's buying those tickets? Raptor fans. And I, Raptor I, I'm fans. With, no, that makes sense, and I get it. My point is they're not playing the game, and there's a way to keep those, those Raptor fans quiet. If the Warriors would have no played doubt. and executed, they would have sat on their hands. No doubt. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Owen in San Francisco, and then we'll welcome in John Dickinson. What's up, Owen? How you doing? Uh, very good. Um, I just want to say uh, one thing um, about Steph Curry. I think he's a great player. But he's not on the level of LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. I think he's not built for the finals. He's not finals material against what? a healthy team. And second thing I want to say is if the Toronto Raptors uh, ever win this championship, I think they deserve it. And uh, hats off to them. That's all. Thanks. Uh, uh, thank you for the call. Appreciate it, Owen. Uh, a little harsh on Steph Curry. He just obviously. had 47 the other night. <laughs> right, right. He did, and he's oh. he's played well in the finals uh, in the past. I think that's a that's a little bit harsh. Uh, JD, uh, you know, in Game Two, uh, when the Warriors beat Toronto, and Toronto had that dry spell, I I said, you know what, that's championship defense. I didn't think the Raptors wilted. Uh, yes, they went on a dry spell, but but I thought it was championship defense. Tonight, I think I saw a championship team uh, in the Toronto Raptors, or at least a team that's capable of winning a championship. They they yeah. they were good tonight. They were great tonight, uh, and they held in the game, even though they weren't making shots in the first half, yes. which, which was impressive and, and important. Uh, but now the attention turns to the Warriors and – Kevin Durant, and is he going to come back? How effective can he be? Because the one thing that the Raptors slammed the door on tonight is the fact that, okay, Kevin Kevin Durant is very much necessary if the Warriors are going to pull this off. Right. And, you know, I know there's been a lot of conversation about, you know, the Warriors have seen it all. They've been through this and that. I'm going to – they have, 
and maybe you guys have made this point already, they actually have not been through this before, where you're down 3-1 and you got to win two on the road. True. They've been down 3-1 where you have five and seven at home and you got to go and survive as yeah. they did in Oklahoma City uh, in 2016. So if they do complete it, it actually would be something relatively new. Uh, but look, the Warriors are, you know, They've won plenty of big road games, and and in some ways, it it falls in line with exactly the way this season has right. gone. Right. It's just the Warriors have not come through in this building for whatever reason all season long, and when they've had to go get something done in a big moment, they've done it on the road repeatedly. Yep. So winning the two of the final three on the road would, would really be kind of the epitome of, of, of this season, uh, but now it just the attention turns to can they do it or have the Raptors built up, uh, you know, so much confidence and, and belief that, that it, it it becomes insurmountable to overcome even if Kevin Durant does come back in. I know we'll right. we'll chew on that here coming up. Well, and, and I was reading a couple of the quotes from the Raptors players. I think one of the things, and this is where I, I understand that the Warriors have more experience than any other NBA team, but the Raptors – have experience and I heard Kawhi Leonard afterward uh, asked if he thought you know this series has proven that the Raptors are a better team he wasn't taking the bait he said we haven't won four games so we ain't better Uh, they asked Serge Ibaka and he said hey 3-1 is nothing to them and he of course was on the Oklahoma City team uh, that blew a 3-1 lead Uh, Marcus Saul he's been eliminated by the Warriors he knows you you better kill the Warriors because they're not going to die on their own. They're going to make you put them away. And I want to ask you this, J.D. It may sound like, because uh, I told Stani this, I'm being a prisoner of the moment. But are we watching the best defensive team in the Toronto Raptors in the NBA? Because that's what I took away tonight, how they're running guys off of it. And they've been doing it every game. And I'm impressed with how they play defense inside and out. They've been terrific. Look, they've got length. They've got athleticism. They they don't miss a lot of assignments. They don't make a lot of mistakes that allow the Warriors to get easy baskets or wide open threes. And I and I think again the offense plays a role in this too because they've been effective enough offensively to where the Warriors haven't been able to get out in transition as regularly as they like uh, to you know to, to flip games. When the Warriors are flipping games. It's transition. It's easy bus- buckets. It's transition threes. It's you know defense leading to offense. And the Raptors have been buttoned up enough, minus that one big stretch of game two, to where they've been able to avoid uh, you know the Warriors having these those big runs that change them. All righty, uh, we're going to take a little breather. When we come back, we'll get to your phone uh, phone calls. Uh, the Golden State Warriors on the brink of elimination. They lose tonight 105-92, Game 5 coming up in Toronto on Monday. It's pretty simple. The Golden State Warriors need to win three in a row. Can they do it? Of course they can do it. Will they do it? Well, that remains to be seen. You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search. Warriors wrap-up continues on 95.7 The Game. 
Matt Steinmetz, Daryl the Guru Johnson, John Dickinson with you from Oracle Arena where the Warriors lose tonight, 105-92. This is Warriors Wrap-Up presented by Realtor.com, the home of home search and the Warriors now on the brink of elimination. 888-957-9570 is the number. And here's what's going down tonight. Uh, We're going to be with you for the next 10 minutes. And afterwards, we are going to throw it to Joe Shasky and Matt Kolsky, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, my bad, Ryan Covey, Ryan Covey and uh, Butcher Boy, they will take you at uh, 10-12 uh, to midnight, so if we don't get to your call in this show, uh, just hold on and those guys will take it, and then tomorrow morning, John Dickinson and I uh, will have Warriors this week at 9 a.m., that's tomorrow, and that'll be from the Warriors Team Store in Walnut Creek. So if you're out in the area, come say hello and get yourself some uh, Warriors gear. But again, we'll be here for another 8, 10 minutes, and we're going to throw it to Ryan Covey and to uh, Joe Shasky. So if we don't get to your calls now, hang on the line. You will get into 95.7 the game. Let's go to Jay in Oakland. Hey, Jay, what's going on? What's happening, fellas? Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, you know, I'm sitting here, man, and I'm like knee-deep shots in tequila, bro, and I just I got to get a few things off my chest, man. Uh, <laughs> as long as you can do that it with no profanity. Her, no profanity. As long as you can do it with no profanity. Best shooter in the NBA today. I just don't think he can do it by himself. That being said, I love the effort these guys are putting in. We're just getting beat. Is it over? I think so. I really do. I'm a realist. I think Toronto is just built. I agree with what Guru said earlier, man. They, they've got the D, and defense wins championships. Um, do I hope they come back? Absolutely. But are we? No. This was the last game in Oracle. It's done. Oh, Even boy. in game two, man, when we had that 18-0 run on them, they, they came back. They almost won that, man. We could have been swept right now. But the injury bug, all the issues about KD, I'm really tired about it. And um, Toronto, man, you got to give them credit. You know, we're gonna, if if they do take it when we get up there, I can guarantee you this: we're not going to run off the court like Joe Harden does. We're going to stand there. We're going to give them their props and show them love, and give them respect. And Kawhi Leonard, man, that guy's a special player. Yeah, he is. Thanks, Jay. Appreciate the call. Yeah, you know, how often? I mean, I'd like to know how many times a team has come into Oracle, shot 42%, and beaten the Warriors. That doesn't happen a lot. Usually when you beat the Warriors in Oracle, you're shooting 50%. But it's, again, an indication of of how good the the Raptors' defense was. And the one thing, Goo, uh, that J.D. and I were talking about is, you know, I I thought – I've been thinking that the Raptors have committed some dumb fouls out on the perimeter, uh, reaching, just being a little overly physical uh, when they didn't need to be. But you know what? Now looking at it, I think they're willing to live with those fouls. I think they're willing to live with those fouls because it's more about the tone being set of the Raptors defense. And it's two tones. Two guys are running and they're they're not they're bumping Curry. So when he catches a ball, J D or he's trying to create, they're bumping him. He's he's getting bumped twice. Not a foul, a bump. And he's almost bracing for it. And I'm like, this is genius because the first thing Curry's trying to do after he knows he's not going to get a shot is pass. Advantage Raptors, and it happened again and again tonight to where it's that subtle, let me just put my body on you, it's not going to be a foul, and he gives it up 
Advantage Raptors. Yeah, I mean, look, they got a lot of answers on both ends of the ball. And, you know, the the question now becomes, do the Warriors have enough left in the tank, really? I mean, that's, you know. Iguodala looks like his might be on E. They're banged up. And, you know, there was a a moment tonight where you could see Steve Kerr started making subs late in the third quarter as the game was getting away. Right. And and you could tell, and I think I texted this to, to you, Steiny, at the time, and I tweeted it. You could tell that he was loading up to try to have a finishing run. And right. in the midst of him changing the rotation to load up for a finishing run, the game was getting away from the Warriors. But you could see that he wanted Curry and Thompson uh, and Iguodala and Draymond Green and Kevon Looney, if possible, to try and finish that game and come up with one last stand. But they, they got too far down to where... You know, it, it was just going to be too much to come back. And, and we always have this conversation about playable players. Yeah. And right now, the Warriors are in a position where they are being forced to play their playable players more minutes than they want to. And they're so depleted that they have to play players that maybe they wouldn't want to play. Quinn Cook, Alfonso McKinney, that they have to play. There's yeah. no choice. Wow. Like, there's nowhere to go. There's nowhere right. to say I'm going to bench this guy because there's no one else to put in the game. You want to put Jordan Bell in the game? Well, Jordan Bell's been terrible in this series. You want to put Jarebko in the game? Jarebko's been bad in this series. You got, you're got you out of options. Yeah. So at that point, you have to look at the guys that you have there and are available and say, can you continue to ride them out? And now I think there's questions as to whether you can ride those guys completely out. Let's go to Sean in Castro Valley. Hey, Sean, what's going on? Finish about, finish us up tonight. What's going on, fellas? Love the show in the morning. Love you guys even more after games. Um, Thank you. This was a team loss, man. It wasn't Steve Kerr getting out coached. It wasn't uh, Steph not showing up at the game. It wasn't, uh, you know, Kavan not doing his thing and whatnot or anybody else. It was a team loss. It's an uphill battle going in. But what I really want, the topic I really want to address and get you guys' opinion on and it's one that I've, I've hated hearing everybody talk about the last couple weeks, is KD's absence. I think it's, right. it's something we can't ignore now, and I get it. You've got to play with the, yeah. the pieces that you have, and you can only coach so much. You can only pull guys off the bench so much. If they're not producing, they're not coming off the bench. But what I want to ask you is, don't you guys feel like there's a cloud looming, well, not just over the season, forget about what happened earlier, but sure. just over the postseason, you know, this cloud looming about KD, I mean, he's not even on the bench. They're not even... You know, I give Kavon tons of props for coming out there with a cracked collarbone. Uh, you know, Clay's hamstring, he wanted to play last game. He showed up this game. But this whole cloud of, we'll just wait till KD gets back. We'll wait till KD gets back. We'll wait till KD gets back. And then yeah. we'll make a run. Well, it's too late to make that run now. It, right. What do you guys uh, think? I mean, I heard. Uh, God, no, I heard. Hey, uh, hey, Sean, I'll, I'll tell you what. Let me, uh, let me, let me cut you off. I'll, I'll tell you what I think. And we, because we got a minute and a half. So I'm going to, I'm going to answer, uh, a- answer your question. Uh, what do I think? Yes, now I do think, you know, because Looney comes back and Clay comes back, I, I do think, I'm not saying the words owe an explanation, but I do think something's got to be kind of said a little more specifically about the Duran injury. I, maybe not. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, and now well, we what do you think? It, yeah, and now we shift it to Sunday because that's right. going to be the next opportunity when Steve Kerr meets with everybody in Toronto at the at the Scotiabank Arena. It's, yeah. it's, you know, what did he do? How was it? Is he done for the series? Is he still going to attempt to come back? I mean, those are all the 
Those are all the questions. And how about this? If Kawhi pulls this off, he would have ended two three-peats, LeBron's uh, with the Heat and got finals MVP and the Warriors bid for a three-peat. And obviously if they win, he's going to be finals MVP. He also joins an elite club of players who have been the best player on two championship teams, two different championship teams. Uh, It would be San Antonio and Toronto. All right, that's going to do it uh, for Warriors wrap-up. But don't go anywhere. Butcher Boy and Ryan Covey are going to take it from here. They're going to take all your calls at 888-957-9570. Game 5, Monday, Golden State Warriors are on the brink. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.